Welcome back to another episode of the Ziddle Team Audio Experience. I'm Austin Ziddle, leader of the Ziddle Team, and I'm joined by my terrific co-host Chandler Lippincott, and even a special guest, one of our other team members and newer team member who made last month's newsletter, Andrew Shields. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to be kept up to date on all future podcasts. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome back. We hope you all are having a fantastic week so far. And then to hear from our newest team member, Andrew Shields. Hi, everybody. I am the transaction coordinator of the Ziddle team. Today, we're going to have an interesting topic. Chandler, what is that topic going to be? New Year's resolutions. And not just any New Year's resolutions, but how to prepare yourself for 2021, make sure that you hit your personal and your business goals. Uh, You know, we, we thought we'd mix it up a little bit instead of the usual how to buy or sell your house in Phoenix, Arizona, or San Diego or Los Angeles, depending on where you're at. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of a different one. We're going to shake things up a little bit. We're going to start it with fuck resolutions. And we'll kind of break into why. But personally, I feel like resolutions are kind of a crutch. Chandler, I'm going to let you build off of that a little bit before we keep going. I definitely agree with that statement. New Year's resolutions to me are more like a temporary solution and an excuse to wait to do what you want to do. For example, like there's people out there that, oh yeah, I'm going to start going to the gym in January. Why not start it now? Why not see the results sooner and be happier sooner rather than waiting for something where you might even drag it out to later? Yeah, and when you start the gym in January, what happens by February? Like, you're you're gone. You're so mm-hmm. your membership, it, it, it lapses and you realize, you know, the gym kind of blew for a month and you really don't want to keep going. And to me, that's what New Year's resolutions are when it comes to you and your goals. Like you have to drive for what you want all the time. People that go and they set, you know, 13 goals because it's 2021, right? And you probably got double the goals this year because last year we didn't actually get to capitalize on any of them. 2020 was new year, new me. And then we got to figure out how new us dealt inside a house. So, um, you know, this year it's starting off a little bit similar, but... We have a little more freedom and we have a little bit more of a light at the end of the tunnel with everything going on around us. Um, You know, we're not going to really go into that because we're not going to go political or anything on anybody. But you want to make sure that you are capitalizing on everything that you want for yourself, whether that's your dreams, your ambitions slash aspirations or, you know, what you want with your life or your business or your personal goals in the next 12 months. We've found doing real estate in business, it's best to look at your life in quarter snapshots, right? You set goals for yourself that you can then judge yourself every quarter of the year. Break something up into four pieces, it doesn't seem as overwhelming and as hard because 12 months is a long fucking time. And even I don't wanna necessarily be like, oh, I'm gonna come into this for 12 months because you're like, well, if it doesn't work, I don't want to necessarily feel like I'm stuck. So commit to quarters. Set yourself quarter goals. And then set yourself stretch goals too that last over the 12 months, but make your quarter goals step goals to get you to that 12-month goal that much easier. Well, and I think the short-term goals leads to your long-term success, which is why I believe that when you're setting goals, you want to make sure you can achieve those and then turn it into a lifestyle because you'll see more consistent results that way as well. Well, and not to like cut in too much, but 
by lifelong goals or lifestyle goals, like you're talking like really long term, not just 12 months. Like you're talking 10 years from now, correct? Yeah, or 5, 10 years, 15, 20. We all have these goals that we want to accomplish. And some of these goals are, you know, maybe I have a goal that by the time I'm 50, I want to look back and be like, man, I really accomplished this. And maybe I have a goal that by the time I'm, what, I just turned 24, by the time I'm 24 and a half, I want to look back and be like, damn, I did this. You know, and the reality is, is we all make these kinds of goals, whether they're micro commitments or macro commitments. And I believe in the micro commitments to get you to the macro commitments. So the big thing I will say here is if you have goals in your business and you want to contact, you know, and let's say, let's say you're in real estate, we're going to use real estate, for example, because it's what we do. And let's say you want to close 10 deals this year. Let's say last year you were a part-time agent. You were still working as a server at your favorite restaurant down the street. Um, And maybe it's no longer your favorite restaurant. Maybe you decided to move on and you want to make real estate full-time. Your goal is to close 10 deals, which is seven more than the three you closed last year because you were part-time. And we're just throwing random numbers out there. You can live off that, right? Number one, it could be a replacer. Number two, not only that, but you're going to set this goal for yourself that I'm going to go close 10 deals. Okay, how? Like, how? You're going to run around like a chicken with your head cut off. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, is you have to set those micro goals. You have to work backwards. If you want to close 10 deals, you know you have to talk to 10 serious people to get one deal. And you know in order to get 10 serious people, you have to talk to 100 people that aren't serious to get down to 10, to get down to one. So in reality, you need to talk to 1,000 people. And again, these numbers are not statistically correct by any means. I'm just throwing numbers out there that are easy math for everyone to do. So You have to work backwards. Know your metrics. If you know your metrics, it's trackable. You can hold yourself accountable and you can tell other people so you can be held accountable by others as well. If Chandler tells me she wants to close 20 deals this year, I can work the metrics to tell her how many people she needs to talk to every month. And then we can track and go, okay, you're not, you're you're, you're hitting your goals. Perfect. How many people are you talking to every month? Or we can have the flip side of that coin. You're not hitting your goals. How many people did you talk to? Oh, you only talked to 15? Well, we said we needed 20. And those are ways to work yourself. Like you have to set goals that you can track because otherwise it's real easy to blow it off on everybody else. Like that's the problem with resolutions is it's so easy to make an excuse and excuses are bullshit and it gets you nowhere. So don't make an excuse. Don't put yourself in a spot where you can easily open that door. How many times do we hear excuses, Chandler? I mean, I think it's more common for people to make excuses because that's what they're used to doing. People are scared to change, but changing for the better, you can see so much more results and be so much happier. And I think part of it is just like going out and doing it. My favorite saying that goes in line with what you just said right there is... If you're in a car and out your window is this like dark, just terrible, terrible scene, right? And you're sitting in that seat, you're looking out your window. The other window might be looking at something beautiful, but it takes work to get over. The only difference is it's the same fucking car. So my favorite takeaway from that is the fact that in our lives and in our challenges and our goals for ourselves... There's two ways to look at things and there's two ways to go down things. Like one is, man, this is hard and it takes hard work, but I'm going to get where I want to go and it's going to be great when I get there. The other way is, oh shit, this is terrible and I'm just not really going to try. 
put in the work. It's going to take hard work to be happy and to get your goals and to get to where you want. But at the end, you're going to look back and you're going to thank yourself that you put in that hard work at the time because it's going to pay you back in dividends. And let's wrap this into what if you're not doing what you love to do? What if you're burnt out? Or what if you just feel like, man, this kind of sucks. I hate my nine to five at the bank now. Like, what do you do, Chandler? Like, what what do you do to change where you're at? The first thing I would do is evaluate the situation and determine, like, is my happiness worth more than the money I'm making while I'm miserable working my nine to five job? Not having the flexibility to see my family, hang out with my friends, do things that I truly like. Or is it better just to ultimately start all over, no matter where you are in life, and start doing something you enjoy so you can wake up feeling happier, more energized. But it really just depends on everyone's situation because obviously some people may not be in the position to do that. But I think it's worth it. I say jump whenever you can. Take the risk and see what happens because the one thing you can say at the end of the day is that you tried it and you know that may not be the route you want to take rather than second-guessing and thinking, man, should I have done that or... I wonder what that would have been like had I quit my job and started it. And to build on that too, you work eight, if you work eight hours a day, you can't leave your job. You have 24 in the day to make up for what you haven't done. So like the whole thing is, is like put in the work. If it's that important to you that you get out of your nine to five job, get out of it. You can put in the work afterward or before it. And like, we're not crushing people here. Like that's not the goal. If you're happy doing what you do in your nine to five job and you love your life, by all means, do what you want to do. Like you got to be happy. There's so many people that make a lot of money that hate every day and they don't look forward to every day because they don't enjoy what they do. They don't truly love what they do. Well, Austin, you're a prime example of that. I guess so. You know, we're going to call shots. I was pre-med and everyone around me wanted me to be a doctor. And, uh, and I didn't want to be a doctor. I thought it was cool. I thought the end goal was cool of like, you know, being a doctor. But like the process of getting there, I didn't really care about. And I ended up in business. It was kind of a complete 180. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with starting over. There's nothing wrong with doing what you really want to do. Don't be afraid to do what you want to do because people around you influence you or because you're afraid of what other people are going to think. Like you got to go be unapologetically you. Because at the end of the day, let's talk 20 years from now from us, right? I'm 24. You're almost 24, right? In 20 years, we're going to be 44 years old. 44 years old. It's going to be crazy. I don't know about you, but I don't want to look back and be like, fuck, I should have done things for me, not for other people. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to be happy with yourself. If you look back and you have regrets of what you did 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, you're not going to be happy. And it turns out, as that time goes on, you don't magically get more time. We all have a little stopwatch above our head, and it has a set timer. None of us know how long that is, but it's going to stop. We just don't know where. So are you going to maximize that time, or are you going to let it go by? Because one thing that I've learned is, and this goes a little bit against what you said earlier, but like, I don't think life is short. I think life is fast when you don't want it to be. And it's slow when you want it to go by. In the worst moments of your life, it's like you have a, a fucking anchor just dragging through the mud behind you. 
But in the moments that you want to cherish and you don't want to lose, those are the moments that for some reason it feels like someone set it to like, you know, times 15 on the fast forward scale when you're watching a movie and a two hour movie turns into 20 minutes. And that to me is how life works. It's not short. And I'm not going to hit that whole cliche. It's the longest thing you'll ever do. But like it has its fast moments when you really are cherishing and enjoying it. So capitalize on it. Don't look back with regret one day because I don't want to say you'll regret it. But like you will, you're going to wish that you did it differently. And turns out all the people that you were afraid would have judged you for going after real estate. It's not going to matter what they thought. Because 20 years from now, if you're not happy with yourself for going after real estate or going after being a stockbroker or a doctor or uh, a librarian, like it, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. whatever makes you happy, whatever your passion is, go for it. And then to wrap it up, we'll let Chandler take this part away a little bit because I know she absolutely loves mindset. To me, mindset is everything. So from the moment you wake up to the time that you lay down to fall asleep, It's really important of what's going on inside of your head. I mean, they say your biggest critic is yourself. I mean, that could be circumstantial, but that's usually the case. It is definitely my case. But it really can alter the way you view things in life just by the way you think about things. Those negative emotions are going to get the best of you. That's going to affect you long term. But same thing with the positive thinking. It will allow you to reach your potential without really holding you back. I think that's a good point. Like your outlook on it really does dictate the final product. So we're we're trying not to make this podcast like too, too long. So without going too far, uh, we kind of want to make just a fun podcast here. Trying to get people like, you know, if, if you have goals in your life, that you want to accomplish go for them just do it yeah just go for it just do it be who you want to be in the long run like you the only person that's ever gonna feel any difference from what you do and what you don't do is you so don't let that lapse don't have any regret don't care what anybody else thinks do what you want to do and you'll be a lot happier and with all of that said we still help people buy and sell real estate so if you are one of our clients and your one of your goals this year in 2021 is to buy or sell a home, definitely reach out to us. We are more than capable of helping you out with your biggest asset. We, even if you're thinking of selling, have created our brand new listing package that will be delivered directly to your front door with our new listing book, comps that are specifically comped to your property, a sheet with all of our preferred recommendations, and then even an extra surprise for when you get your box. And the best part for all of our clients, I will let Chandler touch on very quickly. It's 100% free, so there's no cost to you. Yeah, we literally get it couriered to your door. It will be delivered. You can open it, check it out, and then all of our info is there. If you need anything at all, don't hesitate to reach out. And Before we wrap this up, if you are an agent or a agent of desire, maybe you're in real estate school or you want to get into real estate school, give us a call. If you're looking for a change of environment, give us a call. We have a lot of things here that we offer to agents that really will help you grow your business. So feel free, go to our website, www.zittleteam.com. Z-I-T-T-E-L team.com. You can email us at thezittleteam at gmail.com 
Or you can even give us a call at 480-694-6813. If you haven't already, please rate and subscribe and share with your friends. Yep, share it with everybody. We want to be in everybody's pocket and everybody's ear. We'll see you guys next week.